Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, it's a news and feedback episode, but you guys wrote us so much Spider-Man feedback about that wonderful, wonderful trailer that we've got tons to talk about with theories and speculation and feedback about the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. But first, we'll do a little news. All that right after that, we have no control over. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. I'm Ashley Coffin. Ashley! Matthew! It is just so, so pleasant to hear your voice. So oh, happy you're back this week. It's uh, so good to be back. Missed Double you. feature. Double feature, that's right. <laughs> uh, like we do, like we do. Um, so, this is the news and feedback episode. I think we can run through this news pretty darn quickly because we've got lots of feedback. And uh, the news that we have is, first off... Uh, they're basically just some rumors. This, this is just a rumor. This is not news. This is nothing official, but it's a rumor. The, the news was completely empty this week. I guess the one piece of news we did get that was Marvel-related was that um, Scarlett Johansson and Chris Evans have been... Uh, are anou- They announced today that they're in a movie called Ghosted, which is going to be an action-adventure oh. romantic comedy. They've been dying to get at each other, and I can't wait to finally watch it. I'm just going right? to pretend it's Cap and Nat just on the run. Oh, yeah. This oh, this is finally the movie that we've been waiting for after she gets the Quinjet and then go picks him up right before they go break everybody out. Talk about what if. What if this <laughs> is all a ruse? Right? Like, what if Scarlett Johansson and Disney aren't fighting at all? Mm-hmm. And they're, like, in secret making an action-adventure romantic comedy with that's about... <laughs> Uh, Captain America and Black Widow going on the run in between Civil War and... Before uh, they save them from the raft. There it yes, is. Yes. <laughs> Squeezed it out. That's the movie I've always wanted. Yeah. How great would that be? <laughs> but it, I, I don't think that's the case. But that's... I'm going to pretend it is no matter what. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Either way, there will be fan edits where she kisses him on the escalator and then cuts to a, a scene with them in the, whatever movie this is. Um, <laughs> it makes me happy. <laughs> I'm already planning my fan edit, right? Um, <laughs> I heard Chris Evans is the movie coming out with Ryan Gosling, and I don't think I'm going to survive that. <laughs> I'm just going to explode. <laughs> Oh, man. Have you ever seen Crazy Stupid Love? Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. That is one of my, oh my favorite God. movies. I love that movie. Ryan Gosling. Everybody in that movie is amazing. Yeah. I love everybody in that movie. But, <laughs> but he's... Uh, Ryan Gosling is just a treasure in that movie. And he's at, like, peak Daddy Goss at that time. Yeah. Like, he's... Oh, for uh, sure. I I don't know that I'm allowed to call him Daddy Goss. I feel it would, it would be appropriative, but... <laughs> Uh, I, I hear you. I, I like it. My little baby duck. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that's the only real piece of news. There's a, many of you will know that if you've listened, listened to the podcast a long time, that my favorite genre of movie is hitman romantic comedies. <laughs> so this is an action adventure romantic comedy. Maybe it will be sort of like. That kind of gunplay fun action, uh, it might not be, though. It might be more like Jungle Cruise or something. Did you like This Is War with uh, Reese Witherspoon, Chris Pine, and Tom Hardy? Oh, I, I, you know, I'd have to rewatch it. I, I think I thought it was okay at the time. Okay. I was like, I'm like thinking romantic hitman movies. That was the first. Do you like The Bodyguard? <laughs> you know, I've never seen The Bodyguard, I don't think. What? Oh my god, I, know. I love it. Yeah. The soundtrack I, has bangers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. And, I, and I'm the queen of the night. Oh, there's so many. 
<laughs> nice. No, no, no. I haven't uh, seen that, but I hear do it. hear good things. But no, I I love Gross Point Blank. Mm-hmm. Um, I really love Hitman's Bodyguard. Uh, we we're about to do. We're, we're if we get done here tonight on a reasonable hour, we're going to watch the second one, Hitman's Bodyguard's Wife or whatever. Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard, I think it's called. We can do it. Oh we yeah, it. we can do it. I think we're good. Um, but anyway. So I don't know if it'll be a hitman romantic comedy, but if it is, then I will, if it's a hitman romantic comedy with those two in it, I will be just absolutely floored. <laughs> I'm, I'm rooting for you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, but the other piece of news, this is total rumor. Well, this isn't rumor, but it is, it is fueling rumor. Spill the tea. Apparently pictures of Mark Ruffalo <gasps> and Oscar Isaac were taken in front of the same hotel by a, by a fan who saw them walking by or walking out of the hotel and like went and got pictures with them mm-hmm. in Budapest about an hour apart. They are f- currently filming Moon Knight in Budapest. Ooh, Ruff's supposed to be in that? No, oh. not that we know of. So that's the rumor uh, that uh, you know Moon Knight will feature Bruce Banner. I'm googling now to see if they were in a, ever in a movie together to see if they would know each other and be buds. Oh yeah, that's po- that's absolutely possible. But still, being in Budapest, I don't know. I mean, maybe they have a lot of filming Ooh. there. But then, being in Budapest, I feel like it's very possible. Bruce Banner doesn't look like it. Oh, there we go. There we go. Uh, good, good job. That's some good producing you just did. Um, <laughs> Quick goog. Just then. <laughs> your main your main task as producer is doing doing quick goons for us. Um, but no, like I think this is cool. The thing that hit me though is Budapest, because like, yeah. why would Bruce Banner be in Budapest? Like, I know they're filming it in Budapest. It doesn't have to be Budapest, uh, but if it is Budapest, are they trying to connect it to the Black Widow movie? Like, we know that he mm-hmm. had strong feelings for Nat. Like they, they had a lot of connection. So like maybe he's looking for Yelena. Maybe like, what if like real, what if here, what if Yelena kills Hawkeye and like Bruce Banner is seeking her out or like, uh, you know, any of these things. Great. Yeah. Like all this stuff could be, um, I don't know. It, the, the fact that he's he's the fact that he might be a Moon Knight is exciting to me, but the fact that it's in Budapest, which just had uh, Black, Black Widow happen in the same place, um, makes me think Yelena. Makes me think Black Widow connection with Bruce. Um, yeah, I just, oh, just excited. Me too. That's a good. That's a good tea. <laughs> I tried. I, I tried to spill the tea for you. Um, that's, I like it. That's a good tea. <laughs> it's uh, a fine brew. And I feel like I should save this one for when Jeff's here. But since it, I, I put it in the uh, in the doc as soon as I saw the title of this uh, this article that I found uh, <laughs> because I wanted to embarrass Jeff because the article was entitled "Like Fans Are Arguing Over What the Worst MCU Movie Is," and they're saying it's again. either <laughs> Thor: The Dark World or Captain Marvel. <laughs> oh, now it's. And I was like, oh, I'm putting that in the doc right now. And I did. I put it in the doc and I went back to research it. But then this is the funny part. It said, 
Some firmly in the camp of Carol Danvers, and others backing the God of Thunder. Others, meanwhile, are arguing that Marvel Studios oft ignored the Incredible Hulk, and controversial Iron Man 3 should be in the running as well. (laughs) I was like, dang it! Uh, oh, that's a good one. For those of you who are new to the podcast, we always we often argue that he, I I, I like Iron Man. Debate. I like Iron Man three. He likes Thor: The Dark World, and no one else does. <laughs> I like their hair and costumes. There you go. There you go. I still hold strong. <laughs> My goodness, it's a hard choice. I'm gonna go Incredible Hulk and just like bail out. <laughs> Me too. I, I think Incredible Hulk is the worst MCU movie. Which is a shame, because I love Edward Norton. I do, too. I do, too. I think I love him as an actor. Mm-hmm. I think as he got further in his career and started being producing more things, like, I think he gets, from what I've understood from his, like, from his experience with Incredible Hulk, one of the reasons they didn't do any more work with him was he got really involved in the creative side and kind of forced their hand on some things that he wanted to do that wasn't their thing. They make fun of it in that movie Birdman that won the Oscar with Michael Keaton. That's all about like, it's a stage performance and like he doubles down on that. And I love that he's like accepting it. And I heard a rumor that they were talking to him again to be in Marvel movies. So interesting. Mm -hmm. Could he be a variant? Or maybe they're just like, pretend that shit didn't happen, and here's a new character. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think they're going to Ralph Boner us. I think if they bring Edward Norton back, right, it would be a variant. Mm. It's got to be. It's a perfect time to do it. Yeah. And especially now that we've seen a what if that featured Mark Ruffalo in that role. You know what I mean? Like, it's mm-hmm. really, it was really weird to see that movie being retold so, um, that's what I'm looking for. So Ruffaloian? <laughs> no, I was going to say, <laughs> so sort of like faithfully, like it, it's this, the, yeah. the campus looks the same, the, all the other actors look the same, but then they inserted Ruffalo, which is like, okay, okay. I guess, and I guess like if they do explain that that Incredible Hulk was an, a slightly alternate dimension, like one of the bands, you know what I mean? Like It's so easy to do now. Yeah. Just multiverse. Yeah. But that also probably puts Iron Man 1 in the multiverse as well, because that oh, actor yeah. change. Anyway. We'll, oh, no. The roadie of it all. The roadie of it all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's get into some feedback. Uh, this is just whatever else feedback we have. Uh, and uh, first, Eric Capaz sent us an email, said, hey, Matt, Ashley, and Jeff. Love that Jeff's last. He'll he'll hate that, but he'll never hear and it. And he now. wasn't here to complain. Uh, no. Said, <laughs> <laughs> we had to do it for him. I have a theory about Riri Williams' introduction. Uh, at the end of Black Panther, we see T'Challa opening the first Wakandan outreach center uh, to be run by Shuri. What if we get Riri going into that outreach center and utilizing some of the Wakandan technology to start making her suit? Shuri could recognize the potential and bring her to Wakanda to help her develop the full Ironheart suit. Mm. Hmm. I mean, I like that. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I dig it. I dig it. Um, I think that, like, yeah, that connection to um, the outreach centers. I mean, that that is where we left Wakanda last. So I, I feel like if they don't pick up that thread a little bit, 
or it, 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 at least it would make a lot of sense to pick up that thread. I should say, I don't think they have to pick up that thread to make the next movie, but it makes a lot of sense to pick up that thread and run with it. Mm, yeah, that's good. We have a, a voice memo here, but I don't, I did not see this until just now. Voice memo from B. Sean Holt. He was asking uh, what movies uh, need to be watched to prepare his wife for Shang-Chi, who's not really into Marvel. He said like three or four at the most. And I honestly was like, none? Because mm. <laughs> if you have Abomination, you can watch just that. But if she doesn't watch Marvel movies, I don't want to start her with that one. I mean, we all did, but I still don't. Yeah, it's. I'm trying to think. I, it's hard because we don't really know much. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, we don't it's know Thursday. for sure that's Wong, so we can't say Doctor Strange. Like, yeah, it looks like him. It could be him, but oh, oh no, I it is know. it is Wong. They've they've confirmed 100%? that. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. they've confirmed that. So like, it says it in. I think it says Wong in like the, or maybe no, that's Abomination. But anyway, it's been confirmed that's Wong. So like, we know Wong is in it. So maybe Doctor Strange. I mean, at least. The problem is, it seems like it's going to be like a tour of the whole thing. Uh, Iron Man 3. See, because it's supposed to have... It's, we, I don't know if you were here when we talked about it. Uh, yeah, you've been gone for like three weeks. Uh, apparently, Ben Kingsley is supposed to be in the movie. That makes sense. Totally makes sense. But I, yeah. I was shocked to find it out. Um, I just had no idea. So that was in the news last week. And we're like, what? Um, he was at all the red carpet premieres and stuff. So I guess he's oh, cool. reprising his role as Trevor. Um, maybe they go like talk to him in prison or something. Yeah. Yeah. I I really hope we get something fun with Trevor, uh, in the, in the middle of the Mandarin's like whatever compound. (laughs) And it's like, again, though, do we want to tell her to start her, her Marvel watch with Iron Man three or the Hulk? Yeah, that's tough. Going, going raw girl, watch Dr. Strange and that's it. (laughs) Dr. Strange could be good. Cause yeah, Dr. Strange, you don't need anything. It, yeah, you don't need too many. It's not tied to any of the other films. And we don't know anybody else that's going to be in this movie. So I guess Doctor Strange could be good because you could go in completely empty, not knowing anything. And then see how good the movies are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I guess maybe just Doctor Strange. And then if you really want to go deeper, maybe the first Iron Man and the first Avengers or something. Or just go Iron Man 1, 2, 3. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Iron Man 1, 2, Avengers 3. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, jumping, it's hard to tell somebody, because I feel like it will connect to the blip, probably. Like, all this, Mm -hmm. all the movies now are going to have the blip in the background. But, like, how can you tell somebody to jump to Endgame, right? You can't. No, you really can't. Mm. Marvel has made a weird universe, and I think six movies from now, we'll be able to say, like, just start with Shang-Chi. It's a great starting point. Or just start with Loki, or just start with... But, like, it's really hard yeah, right to talk now. about it now. Yeah, this is, it's a fun and unique world we're living in. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> They're in a weird sort of trough, because I think they are going to try to build some moments that are self-contained, that you can, some good starting points for new people. Mm-hmm. But, like, we just got off this big end game that's, like, not a good starting point for anybody. <laughs> and it affects everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know. It's going to be weird. Uh, like, like if you start with Eternals, the, even in the trailer we, that just came out, they're talking all about the blip and how Thanos did uh, this and Thanos did that. I was so happy to get like a plot for that movie. I was very excited to to see that trailer. It was very good. Yeah, I totally agree. We still haven't really talked about it because the Spider-Man trailer came out the same time and like 
we just, yeah. Or this, the next week. It's a lot. So much. It's so much. So freaking much. We're all, I'm so freaking excited. I know. Uh, all right. So everything else is Spider-Man related. Yeah. Let's get into the Spider-Man feedbacks. All right. I got this one. I can do it. Sweet. Okay. Cody Lane Chesser on Patreon says, not sure if you're going to do another video on the Spider-Man trailer, but I had a thought. What if in, what if the snow in the scene with Dr. Strange is a connection to Wanda? If you watch the end of WandaVision, the house in the middle of nowhere is in a snowy location. Look at the backdrop behind the house. What if Dr. Strange went there to get Wanda from the house? A battle ensues, which leads them up the mountain and Dr. Strange sling rings to the uh, sling rings from the battle back to the house in the New York sanctum. Therefore, all the snow comes through the portal with them. It's a loose theory. That's probably not true, but it's still fun to think about uh, the intro. Oh God. The intro to the scene with uh, Peter and Dr. Strange, Peter, what's with the snow? Dr. Strange, another day, another problem. Don't ask Peter. No, really? It looks like the planet Hoth in here. Dr. Strange <laughs> stares at Peter with an annoying look. Don't start. I've had enough with the pop culture throwbacks this week. Wong walks by whistling the WandaVision theme. <laughs> that's wonderful. <laughs> yes, that's great, Cody. <laughs> you, could, you could write this stuff. Um, I like that a lot. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be that connection to that, but uh, I don't know what's going on with Dr. Strange. I've I've heard people talking about like, how they think Doctor Strange, there's something weird with Doctor Strange. The Mephisto of it all, you yes. can say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it could be Mephisto. <laughs> it could, it, this could all be Mephisto. Um, My man. Yeah. It He's coming. Totally could. Maybe Doctor Strange went to, uh, went sling ringed over to get, uh, stop Wanda and was then stopped by Mephisto and then replaced by Mephisto so that like when Peter comes to see Dr. Strange and like Wong seems particularly annoyed with Dr. Strange like maybe he's been doing things he shouldn't do he's got magics mm-hmm. he shouldn't have I don't know um, huh. yeah I don't know man I just hate that he seems so as arrogant as he was in the first movie that we saw him in like what growth is there for that character mm. if that's what he's like like I get he went through a lot and maybe he's like fed up and just had enough of it and it's just like, ugh, after Endgame. But I don't like, like, I like the characters growing and him becoming more serious and more powerful. I thought it was really cool. And now it just seems like he's like, whatever for who are you? Oh, yeah, Peter. What? Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> like, why would you risk something so big for Peter Parker? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, maybe, maybe there's some results of him being, uh, you know, um, outed as Spider-Man that we haven't seen yet. Like yeah. in the comics, I think it's like May is dying or something, right? Like, or, or, or is it? Yeah, it yeah. yeah. So like, if something like that is happening, it explains a lot more to me why like strange might get involved. Like he sees this, uh, you know, young boy losing his mother figure and like, he's willing to make that leap. Um, but we just don't know yet. So it does seem like a stupid thing for strange to do. <laughs> Even his, like, hair looked fake. You know how I am about the hair. Like, yeah. the whole top was very helmet head black, and then it was just, like, a line and then white. And that's not usually... It's usually very blended and realistic looking. And I was hmm. like, what's going on? You look like Count Chocula yeah. with a coffee mug. What's happening? He does look a little strange. I, I mean, there No you pun go. intended. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what to think about him. I don't 
want it to be Mephisto, <laughs> mostly because of you and Jeff, but uh, just to spite you guys, hey. I'm just teasing. We're a team, <laughs> all of us. Hey, I want it now. Guys, I want it to be in spite of you. You guys are Team Mephisto. I'm not Team Mephisto. <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. Um, I um, I definitely think that Mephisto will show up. I mean, like, and this. Like there's a there's a screenshot from the comic book where I think the one more day comic book where Mephisto is standing in front of like a white white wall at a hearth and it's just like it's so much like what Doctor Strange is doing in that scene mm-hmm. that it really makes me wonder if the Doctor Strange is connected to Mephisto. Well, that's I hope that they connect it to the what if and stuff like that because that would be interesting. Yes. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, and that the Doctor Strange that we see on the train looks a lot more like the Doctor Strange from that com- from the trailers that we've seen of what if there's where there's a dark version of Doctor Strange. Evil Doctor Strange just has black under his eyes, right? Is that how we differentiate? I I can't remember from the cartoons. Yeah, uh. I, I don't know. I had to go look. I have to go look, but I think like he's wearing very different clothes when they're on the train and like he's fighting okay. Peter. He's wearing like all black. He's Sith. He's oh, Sith Lord. Oh, Dr. Strange. Sith, Sith Steven. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Let's see. Dylan Hutzinger, one of our patrons says, do you think it is possible that the moment that Peter interrupts Strange's spell is the moment that he who remains stopped knowing exactly what was going to happen? I've heard the Scarlet Witch theory, but I feel like this has more merit. Doctor Strange, all-powerful being, trying to change reality, is interrupted and changes it even more than he meant to compared to Wanda becoming an all-powerful Scarlet Witch. Um, that's interesting. Uh, this is me interrupting his, his feedback, but I feel like his exact <laughs> sentence here works for Wanda as well, because he's like, Doctor Strange, all powerful being trying to change reality, is interrupted and changes it more than she ever, the ever, he ever meant to. But like, that's kind of exactly what she's doing too. So it's interesting. Um, <laughs> lastly, I mentioned to you guys before, I have a basketball Twitter account for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, this. That is, there is. There is quite a large sect of Marvel fans in the Thunder fan base, and uh, we have formed a GC called God of Thunder. Nice. <laughs> so cool. Uh, nerd. Uh, no, sorry. I'm reading. I'm dyslexic right now. Uh, nerddom stretches far and wide. Uh, excited to see more of what Marvel has up its sleeve. What if Shang-Chi uh, Eternals and Spider-Man to wrap the year. So hype. Uh, keep up the work guys and love you 3000. Also Hawkeye. That's this year. Yeah. It's in November. Oh my God. That's exciting. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. Just so many things still to come. I wonder how I'm going to feel if she actually does kill him. Right. Cause I've been, I've been uh, ragging on poor Hawkeye for a while now. Yeah. Yeah. You have. Yeah. You have. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll record it. I'll do. It. I'll just start recording after. Like, I don't care. No, <laughs> I'm gonna care. I'm gonna be sad. I think I'll be sad too. It kind of depends on how they handle the series. Like, I think if they make me care about his character even more, because he's never had his own solo outing. He's always been sort of this plucky, fun side character who's sort of the heart of the team. Mm-hmm. I'd really like to see him get some focus for a few episodes where we really get to know him and his inner life a little bit before we, and then we kill him. Then we kill him. Exactly. 
sad. Maybe they won't. Maybe they won't. Maybe they won't. Maybe. I really hope not. Uh, yeah, I, I almost hope not because I were expecting it. Like it, I want it to be unexpected. Whatever happens, and it, <laughs> I do feel like it's sort of. I mean, like we we have we have a replacement Hawkeye, and we have mm-hmm. a scene where someone shows Elena his name and picture and says, "Go kill him." So, like, it's like is really is Disney going to go there though? Because we know he has a wife and three children. Are they going to? Is Disney going to kill him? I mean, that's some Joss Whedon stuff. Well, I mean, they just killed <laughs> Tony. He had a wife and kid. Yeah, but it's like, Tony, like, that was coming. Like, he had to sacrifice himself because Cap said in the first Avengers that he's never the guy to do that. So that came full circle. Right. It meant, you know, I cried like a baby. But like Hawkeye, like the go lucky, happy family guy, you're going to do that. Yeah. I don't know. I could see it. I want to believe it could happen. But I also don't want to be sure it's going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, I want to like, I want it to walk that line. So I'm trying to like headcanon myself where like no they might do it or they might not or they might will they (laughs) possibly rachel titsworth uh sent us an email hi y'all uh fairly new listener first time caller uh i i found in, in, in quotations uh i found your pod i was like is this supposed to be a voicemail um i found your pod after Loki started, uh, then I was eager to hear more theories, and I've been faithful listener since. I had a thought about the dark Doctor Strange theory based on the Spider-Man 3 trailer on a third or fourth watch. I noticed that Strange says, So Peter, to what do I owe the pleasure toward the beginning? But later on in the trailer, you hear him say in a very ominous tone, be careful what you wish for, Parker. Uh, assuming it's his voice, it's off-screen narration. Um, the change from calling Peter by his first name to his last name makes me think we will have a switcheroo of our Doctor Strange with a darker version of the multiverse craziness uh, via the multiverse craziness. Just a little supporting evidence for this theory. Uh, can't wait to watch the movie and hear your reactions and theories. Thanks, Rachel and Austin. Ah, oh, thank you, Rachel. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining the Stranded Pandaverse over here. Welcome to all new pandas who found us recently. All these new shows, um, and uh, yeah, that's awesome. I lo- I think that's good uh, logic. I don't remember who says that line in the trailer. For some reason, I was thinking it might be um, uh, Doc Ock, but I'm I can't really remember to be honest. Hmm. Is it? Is it? Do you remember if it's Doctor Strange who says that line? Ah, uh, I'd have to listen to it again. I thought that it was Doc Ock because he says Parker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all throughout the Raimi, like that, he always called him Parker. Right, but I think it was the, only at the at the, yeah, end, the end. He's of the like trailer. Peter Parker. But yeah, the end of the trailer, like I, I don't think it shows it, but it, I think you're supposed to think that it's Doc Ock. Uh, yeah, that's what that was in my head too. But either way. I do like this theory a lot that it's the dark strange. Like I may have said this in the last episode, but like the the thing's called no way home. And it seems like Dr. Strange would be his way home. And it's like, if he loses that Dr. Strange, if Dr. The world changes so much that even Dr. Strange has changed and he can't get home. That seems like a interesting Hmm. way to, 
have that title make sense, you know? I like it. I dig it. Marco, for, you want to get this one? Uh, kind of. He's like, commence Australian accent, mate. I'm like, oh, Marco no. here from Australia. First time writing in. I've been listening to your podcast since the beginning of the year, and I love it. <laughs> Pretty good. I listen to you. <laughs> That's as far as I'm going. I listen to you while I work, and it makes the days go so much quicker. Uh, so thank you. Now you guys wondered what Flash would think of Peter being Spider-Man. Well, in the trailer, you do see him with blonde hair, I might add, behind MJ in the scene with Peter. MJ and Ned walking through the protests. Uh, do you like his new look? You guys didn't mention the frame in the frame by frame, so I thought I'd say it here. Love you all, 3001. Oh, well, thank you for the extra one there, Marco. Um, I know I did not notice him at all. Totally missed him. He's blonde now? I don't know. This is your department, Ashley. <laughs> I wasn't looking at flash tops. <laughs> no, yeah, I think we. Were, I remember that that moment in the trailer. We were so distracted by Betty Brant being on the TV. Uh, I don't think we noticed. So, thank you, Marco. That's a good call. If, if Flash is in there, blonde, which he's blonde in the comics, uh, which would make sense. Yeah, totally. Uh huh. I see the blonde person they're talking about. And I guess to be with that group, it would probably be him. Okay. But to me, I'll send it to you. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. That's a good call, though. That's the only friend that, and I guess the blonde friend, the girl. I didn't see her in the trailers either. Uh, You mean Betty? Sure. Yeah, she's on the TV in that same moment. Oh. Yeah, which we were, we, that's the thing we ended up talking about a lot in that uh in that scene, because it's like, we for a second it looks like uh oh wow yeah if that's that does look like him it does look like his facial features but man good 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 eye uh on that on that there marco because i totally did not see him he's very covered up it's like only half his face is visible crazy <laughs> but it does look like his facial features so mm-hmm. and he's blonde in the comics so it makes sense cool i dig it spencer rob sent us an email he says, hello to the MCU cast trio. I'm sorry, we are only a duo today. Uh, <laughs> my name is Spencer, and I have been a diehard listener for three years now. Uh, y'all, thank you so much. Y'all have helped me so much in furthering my knowledge of the MCU and what to look out for. And because of that, I have a theory for you. Awesome. After listening to the most recent episode where y'all dissected the trailer and discussed the possibilities of an evil Doctor Strange being the reason Peter can't go back home, I wanted to expound on that theory. With Sony and Marvel in a constant custody battle over their child, Spider-Man, um, I feel like the title and this potential avenue for the movie that y'all laid out may have a deeper meaning. What if Marvel is hedging their bets that this could be the last Tom Holland Spider-Man movie in the MCU, and by incorporating Sony's Spider-Man characters, Green Goblin, Doc Ock, and Tom Hall... Green Goblin, Doc Doc Ock, (laughs) and directors that made the Sony Spider-Man, Sam Raimi, uh, they are, in a sense, introducing Tom Holland to the Sony universe and giving the MCU Spidey a an incredible exit. Uh, this way, in case this is the last Spider-Man movie we see in the MCU, Tom Holland's Spider-Man goes out in a blaze of glory, uh, leaving the MCU and getting stuck with no way home. In the Sony 
universe. This movie, uh, in the Sony universe. This movie, giving Spidey and Venom an introduction, uh, Sony can use for a potential Venom movie, uh, or their first Spider-Man movie with Venom as the villain, uh, since Spidey joined the MCU. Really would love to hear y'all discuss the theory on the pod and even a reply to this email would be incredible as well. Uh, y'all have been the best podcast to listen to and I can't wait for even more Spidey content. So I can hear Jeff and Matt lose their minds. Ashley, if you're out there, hi. Hey, Spencer. <laughs> and also, make sure these guys don't die of a heart attack over new content. Love you guys, <laughs> 3000. Spence. Thanks, Spence. <laughs> appreciate you. Um, I appreciate you uh, joining us in like three years, man. Appreciate you. Listen to all the, listen to all that content. Really great. Isn't, doesn't Tom Holland only have six movie contract with them? This is it. This is it. If they want it to be. So this is a good, they wouldn't. Well, you know, you just never know. Never know with these guys. You just never know with these guys. And I really am not sure if they're going to extend it or not. Spence brings up a great point here that by introducing previous Spider-Man movies and all these villains that we actually do have affection for, mm-hmm. um, from previous, the Raimi movies and such, like Sony is bringing back properties that they do own still. And right. like they could, could make, they could make into the Spider-Verse live action movie like next year. And That's completely okay. separated from Marvel and do their own thing. It, it would be super fun. I would even watch that, but like it would be completely divorced from MCU. Huh. I don't know how I, I feel don't about like that. It. I don't like it either. I just want give Spider Man back. Let they let Britney go. <laughs> they let Britney go. Please let <laughs> Spider Man go. Yeah, let him I... go, Sony. I'm talking to you. <laughs> I'm with you. I want him to be back. I've been, I've been kicking around the theory for a while that like this movie might introduce a variant of Spider-Man that we can keep in the MCU. Like, I like I, Tom I, Holland. I like Tom Holland too. And I feel like he's going to be heartbroken if that happens. Yeah, for sure. Poor Tom Holland. His new girlfriend has to make out with like Tobey Maguire. As our Spider-Man, like, no thanks. That's so wrong. Please, <laughs> please don't have Tony McGuire and like, Zendaya I'm make back. out. <laughs> There's some, uh, oh gosh, there was some meme going around that was like, when Aunt May is real hot, but she's not your Aunt May, and it was like... I, I did that. <laughs> oh, did you do that? Oh, it was yeah, so, that- it was like Aunt May in 2000 whatever, and Aunt May now, and he's like, eh... Ah. <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty funny because Marissa Tomei, yes. French, she is a French kiss. Mm-hmm. For French sure. Kiss. Call me Marissa. All of us with French kiss. Marissa mm-hmm. Tomei. Uh, that's a, that's a full, uh, quorum on the podcast. I mean, I would get her consent, but I would do yeah. it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm saying we would, I'm not saying we would be able to or are yeah. allowed to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's Marissa. <laughs> well, uh, I, yeah, nice one. I, I liked it. I liked the theory a lot, Spence. Um, I think it's it has a lot of it has a lot of merit. I don't want them to do it because I really don't want them to separate the universes. 
but I think there's a lot of ways that they could gracefully do it at this moment uh, of the multiverse and No Way Home. But I don't want them to do it. Like, here's the thing. That I'm, here's the thing I think they're going to do, and it's going to piss me off a lot. If they end No Way Home with him in another universe, and then they go into contract negotiations, and we have to spend the next, like, six months on the podcast trying to decide if they're going to do another Spider-Man movie, if they're going to make another deal, and, like, oh, no. they'll ha- they'll be set up to do it either way, and, like, we have to just, like, wait for them to decide until, like, whatever. And we're going to take people all- down all these weird theories and make them <laughs> think one thing, and they'll be like... You guys made us think that he was going to stay or go. And I'm going to be like, I'm so sorry. Because <laughs> yep. all we would do is theorize for six months. Oh, oh yeah, God. for sure. That would be the I worst really, outcome. Like, don't even say it. <laughs> like, I want him in Multiverse of Madness. I do not want him to not be able to be in that movie. I'd be so I sad. I just hope that they haven't told us that they signed another how many year contract with him. And sure. uh, that will be the surprise. That is and it'll be in the final trailer right before the movie comes out. or i hope they vision us and don't even show it i yeah no i want this movie to end on such a cliffhanger that they have to pick it up in multiverse of madness you know what i mean like yeah like if we end with like spider-man realizing he's trapped in another universe and we realize it was mephisto who did it not dr strange and then we find dr strange like tied up in a basement and then it (laughs) Then it like pans up from the basement and you just see Wanda doing her spells. Like, I don't know. Just like, yeah, <laughs> I want this to be really tied in. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Me too. Me too. She's talking about Tom Holland in this first sentence. I'm pretty sure <laughs> you'll see. Okay. <laughs> AG sent us an email says, uh, Hey guys, it's AG. Ah, guys, I mean, oh my God, I'm so happy. (laughs) Mentally, I've adopted him, I think, (laughs) and married him, and ship him with Zendaya and slash MJ. Uh, Mentally hanging in there. Okay, now my actual thoughts. (laughs) So that's the same actor from Spider-Man 2, right? Ah, (laughs) Spider-Verse. I was born, sheltered in sheltered in late 2005 wait i was born sheltered okay i was born sheltered in late 2005 <laughs> you're so young ag i don't even like re- stop reading stop sending us your ages <laughs> <laughs> please continue right again stop telling us how old you are no just joking <laughs> i actually find it absolutely fascinating um so I haven't watched the other Spidey movies. However, I'm going to watch the movies before December. Uh, but it's my understanding that he died. How do we think he came back? Also, why is Doctor Strange in a blizzard? Uh, Doctor Strange Mount Everest reference? Oh, I don't know what that would mean. That's um, from Doctor's, the movie. She left him on Everest. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think that's what it is, but that's a good callback. It is a great callback. And how does Peter talking affect the spell if he's doing it with his hands? Uh, anyway, I'm super excited. Love you 3000. And thanks <laughs> for all the hard work y'all put into this. Uh, thank you, AG. Appreciate you. I can take that last line. How does Peter talking affect the spells if uh, yeah, sure. I guess Dr. It. Strange is doing it with his hands? Well, notoriously, when you're doing a spell for or with somebody, that person has to have the same intentions as you going in. And it's kind of like if don't step out of the circle of salt. Well, when you're doing a spell, you have to concentrate on this one thing and any deviation will mess up your spell. 
Right. And I have a feeling we'll get that explained in the actual movie. Like he'll say like, okay, you have to think about the thing you want or whatever. And then he'll realize his mistake. He'll start messing up his intention or he'll say, don't say anything while I'm doing this. And then Peter will keep talking. Freaking out. Yeah. I think that'll be clear (laughs) when it's, when it's whatever, when it's happening. Um, but, uh, I don't know about the blizzard. I mean, I don't think any of us know. I do think it shows something's off with strange though. Like something went wrong with a spell. It either means that Dr. Strange is messing with magics that he can't control. Oh, Oh, well, now he doesn't have like the time stone. He doesn't have True. his most powerful like asset. So what if he's not the sorcerer supreme that like he expected himself to be? So he's like being careless again. He we've, does have that personality. We've talked about this before, but like, is he the sorcerer supreme? No. Uh-uh. Right. And I bet he can't like get like he's probably trying to do things to become the sorcerer supreme right. and just like getting frustrated because he can't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, you mentioned his character arc earlier, and, and the thing is, like, it's it's making multiple movies about a character. It's always an interesting thing because, like, you want them to grow and change, but if they change too much, they're not the same character anymore. It's kind of mm-hmm. like how Tony was always he's always on that same arc you talked about earlier, where it's like he's the he's not the guy who would lay down on the wire, and then at right. the end he is. Right. But and he and he changes in every movie, but he never makes that full change until the end. You know, that's so, true. So it's like y- you go through these dips and valleys, and like the kind of character you are. And I, I think that's what we're going to see with Doctor Strange as well. Um, yeah. So yeah. Um, as for him dying, it's interesting. Yeah, Alfred. He, he is presumed dead at the end of Spider-Man 2. You don't see it. It's off screen. But you don't actually see it. It's hard to imagine. He got out of the situation he's in. I don't want to spoil you. Um, mm. I guess you've already, you already know he supposedly dies. So you know that. Yeah. Um, don't spoil yourself. Go watch them. Yeah. <laughs> and we're, we're actually going to be doing a full rewatch of all the Spider-Man movies on Bingers Assemble before, uh, this movie comes out. So we'll, we'll watch them with you. Um, I think we should do like, uh, live watches of those if we can, like figure out a way to do a live watch of all those movies. Yeah. It's super fun. Um, yeah, so I, Alfred Molina did say, and I don't know if he means this literally or he means this from a character perspective. Uh, Alfred Molina, who plays Doc Ock, said that it is as if uh, that character was plucked out of the moment, the last moment he was in that movie and placed in this one. He said that? Yeah. He needs to keep his mouth shut. Right. I didn't want- <laughs> he, he has messed up. He's said a few things. I mean, he's the reason we even knew he was in the movie. Oh, no. You didn't know that? Yeah. He's no. the one who came out and he was like, I try not to read anything. Like, I don't right, like to be right. spoiled. He's the one who like told us that Doc Ock was in this. Um, and Jamie Foxx is the one that told us that Electro was in this. And that's what I found most interesting about this trailer is that they didn't tell us more than had already kind of leaked. Except oh, yeah. Willem Dafoe. <laughs> that laugh. Uh, it's my favorite. That laugh and that pumpkin bomb. I'm, I really hope that, uh, we get a full on, uh, Willem Dafoe. He Defoe. has, Spider-Man, uh, one has a scene that's very much like the Michael Keaton scene, um, in the car with Tom Holland and, and his girlfriend when they're going, you know, that really intense scene where they both figure out that they yes, know dinner. The first one has the dinner and mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it's so good. It's a really <laughs> good point. That's a really good point that it's like, 
he's his friend's dad, but it is very similar. Yeah. 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 And then like he starts to, you know, we won't spoil it, but it's very, it's almost the same thing. And and Willem Dafoe is just as terrifying as Mm -hmm. Michael Keaton. The two of them, they can get crazy. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts real quick. (laughs) I would love to see those two as like that, like intense dad energy show up. Yeah, like get get a chance for the vulture. I mean, uh, how do you not? Franco's gonna be in it. Uh, I hope so. Oh, I hope so. (sighs) Man, I want them all. I want everybody back. God, I want them all back. Hobgoblin. Uh, does he? Yeah, I guess he does show up as Hobgoblin. Uh, Does he? I don't even know. People. Right. Spoiling, yeah. spoiling, spoiling. Maybe not. Maybe he does. I don't know. Tim Franco's in the movie. <laughs> I honestly don't even remember. Uh, I guess he does or something. I don't know. Uh, anyway. No, he does. He does. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I th- I, it's weird. I have flashes of uh, the Amazing Spider-Man and the Raimi Spider-Man sort of blended together in my brain right now. So I'm having a, I'm having a little trouble. You shouldn't say things like that in front of I, me. I, I judge you. I judge you. I, I get that. I get that. <laughs> I couldn't tell you one scene in either of the two Garf, Garfunkel or whatever. The, what, what's his name? <laughs> Garfunkel. Yeah, it's Andrew Garfunkel. Andrew Garfunkel one. Uh, the only thing I remember is what happens with uh, Emma Stone and that's it. I don't remember a single moment of those movies. Except he has like nice hair and shouldn't. And shouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. Uh, Thank you, AG, for writing in and making us feel old. Thank you so much. (laughs) Um, It it really does. It makes me, uh, but in a good way. In a good way. In a good way. All right. We're like fine wine. That's right, we are. (laughs) Okay. Kathleen Polakowski on Gmail says, just sharing something I saw on TikTok, the devil in disguise could be a reference to the public thinking Daredevil and Spider-Man are the same. Love listening to the podcast. So amazing and helps me get my nerding out. Lots of love. A nerdy nurse, Kathleen. Interesting. Well, I responded back to her and I was telling her about in the comics how Iron Fist did that when uh, Wilson Fisk outed Daredevil. Iron Man, or Iron Man, Iron Fist put on the Daredevil costume so that him and Matt Murdock could be seen together at the same place. And they're like, see, he's a liar. So I would love that more than anything if they did that with Daredevil, but I don't know. Yeah. A lot of people are speculating. I mean, we've been speculating for a really long time that Daredevil Just might show give me up. Charlie Cox. Just give me the Cox. I just need Charlie Cox. I'm glad you said it because I wanted to say it, but then I held back and you said it for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, we have Travis Hawkins on G. Matt's uh, over here like, and that was just for the video. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, moving on, moving on. Uh, we got Travis, Travis Hawkins. Um, looks like this one was edited down a bit. Uh, but hello to all of you awesome MCU casters. Um, I have been listening to the show for a few years now, uh, discovered shortly before Infinity War, and have been a loyal listener ever since. Definitely the best MCU cast out there. Thanks, man. Uh, by far. I've written in a couple of times uh, before, and ha- always enjoy hearing the discussion around my thoughts and theories. This one popped out into my head today, and I figured you may be interested to chat it out. <clears throat> I was watching No Way the No Way Home. I was watching the No Way Home trailer and pondering an 
explanation of how Green Goblin and Doc Ock are still alive, without them simply being variants, which I don't think makes sense because we know that Alfred Molina said his story picks up from the moment he died in Spider-Man 2. Um, we also know Doctor Strange in doing a spell that erases everyone's memory of Spider-Man being Peter Parker. In Spider-Man 2, Doc Ock finds out Spidey is Peter right before he dies. Uh, my bet is that Doctor Strange's spell goes sideways, easing people's... Erasing. Sorry, erasing people's you memories in the MCU, but also ri- ripping variants out of their Films. respective universes. Oh gosh, sorry. <laughs> variants made sense too. It does. <laughs> erasing people's memories in the MCU, but also ripping villains out of their respective universes at the moment they discover Spider-Man is Peter Parker. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, this brings them into the MCU, still having knowledge of who Spidey is. Uh, this would also tell us who the other villains are and explain why Electro is yellow instead of blue. Uh, the concept gives us reason for all the non-MCU villains to be ripped out of their respective universes and still be after Spider-Man. Um, an explanation for Electro's change in color, as well as an explanation for why supporting cast members from other universes may show up. We end up with Green Goblin, Doc Ock, Lizard, Electro, um, Vulture, and Scorpion. Uh, the outliers of villains that knew Peter's identity outside the MCU uh, would be Venom and Harry's Green Goblin. Uh, from both Spider-Man and Spider-Man 3 and t- the Amazing Spider-Man 2, uh, but they are obvious reasons why they wouldn't want either of them in this movie. Uh, or any movie for that matter. <laughs> Love y'all somewhere in the 6 to 900 range. Cheers, Travis. <laughs> Thank you, Travis. Um, by the way, I apologize for my horrid reading uh I'm you just, did great that was a really long one and it was just two words you should be very proud oh i looked at that one and i was like oh and that was travis we love you that one was much longer than that yeah uh, we I'm sorry, definitely buddy. appreciate the theorizing i it's interesting i don't know how they'll explain like it no matter how they explain it it's going to be weirdly convenient you know what i mean it's going to be like yeah Let's grab villains we just want to grab from other universes and put them in. But that's what they're doing in the MCU right now. They're just like creating this method that we can just bring in whoever we feel like and it all makes sense, you know? I'm fine with it. Me too. I'm, I'm just, just like ready to have fun with Michael it. Michael Fassbender. <laughs> I keep saying it, maybe it'll happen. I know, I know, I know. Bring me Magneto. He'd be the biggest problem for all of them. What's Iron Man going to do? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. He's going down. Down, down, down. <laughs> Make God bleed. <laughs> Trevor Howe on Facebook says, Good afternoon. I've been avidly listening since the start of WandaVision. It's so nice to find others who love to theorize as much as I do. I apologize in advance for the length, but here we go. Today, a friend and I were discussing the No Way Home trailer, and I came up with a fun theory. All this time, we've been theorizing that Spider-Man is the one left with No Way Home, hence the title. 
This has seemingly been backed up by the trailer, and it's seeming like we're getting a version of One More Day. But what if that was unintentional? It's actually Doctor Strange who is trapped in the multiverse of madness during No Way Home, either getting trapped after the spell in the trailer goes wrong or at the conclusion of the movie. One further leap is that he's trapped at the start of No Way Home, and the strange that we have in the movie is either evil or, dare I say, Mephisto in disguise. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last bit might be a reach, but maybe I'm onto something, and uh, I'd be remiss if the theory didn't at least bring up the possibility of Mephisto along the way. <laughs> anyway, love the show and keep up the fantastic work. Excelsior. Trevor, well, <laughs> we kind of agree with you. We've been talking about very similar lines of logic here. Like, if something's weird or different about Dr. Strange, I started to say this earlier, but like, he's either playing with magics he shouldn't be, which is like, not great, because he's Dr. Strange, and either way, that's not good. And it's how it all started, though, so you're, I think you're right. Right. It, it, that's a possibility. But also, it's a possible that like, that's going to be the cover story that we're going to believe for half the movie that he's just Dr. Strange being a jerk, doing things that are going overboard. (laughs) And then like, like he's not listening to Wong and Wong's annoyed with him. And then we find out the reason he's not listening is because he's just like taking it's Mephisto in disguise, taking the role of Dr. Strange. That'd be crazy. I'm like, Wong, why would you leave? Why would you leave? He has to go fight abomination. (laughs) I have no oh, idea where you Wong's think the going. movies are going to be that out of order? I don't. We, we, we just we were making a joke about it all last week. Like uh, <laughs> we we're like, where's Wong going? Clearly to go fight Abomination. Like <laughs> he's bored. <laughs> <laughs> we we had a whole thing last week where we were talking about him how, how like while Doctor Strange was gone for five years, he had to make a living being a cage fighter. <laughs> oh, it's the way to it's the way to go. Yeah, it's real silly. <laughs> Got to make them yens. <laughs> Got to make them yens. <laughs> Okay, let's see. Jack Brinshow on Facebook. Calling it now, Spider-Man doesn't end with victory. No way home. Peter is stuck in the multiverse. This gets solved in Multiverse of Madness. We or that. <laughs> does it? That's or the problem. Like, I'm scared they're going to leave us hanging for two years and not know if the next Spider-Man movie is going to be in the MCU or not. Oh, God. I'd be so upset. Oh, no. I wonder if yeah. Tom Holland has a deal with Sony. Because here's the thing. If he's got a six-movie deal with MC, with the MCU, does he have a longer deal with Sony? Because could Tom Holland, like... Uh, mm, pull, have, like, a tenor? Have, like, you know, big Peter energy? And, um... <laughs> Like just be like, no, I'm your Peter Parker. You guys keep keep us in the MCU. I got your big P energy right here. <laughs> if uh, <laughs> I, we either stay, we're staying in the MCU, or I'm done being Peter Parker, and you lose your franchise either way. You know mm. what I mean? Like he could he could play his cards really well if his just- contract is up. Call them and cry again, or whatever yeah, he did. That's what he did last time. He's like, I don't want you guys to fight. Please just do it. I just want to be Spider Man. I just want to be Spider Man, and I want to be in there with Iron Man and Doctor Strange. I want to hear that call so bad. I wish we, I wish Could we had an audio some. one day, maybe one day. I just like. <laughs> I can't. I got it. Just like snot bubbles, and I just really, I would. I need it. I want it. Uh, That's fun. Juan Pembernus uh, says on Facebook, uh, one thing the MCU has confirmed 
but I haven't seen anyone state is the fact that we know of at least two Nexus beings, Wanda, as established in WandaVision, and J. Jonah Jameson, as is shown at the end of Far From Home. JJJ is more important than we thought. Also, Doctor Strange is also Doctor Strange in No Way Home. Mephisto. <laughs> Mephisto. Sounds like this this Mephisto uh, theory is catching steam. And it's like, did you like? I don't know. I mean, we didn't start the fire. It's a long <laughs> turn. It's just the world's been turning. We didn't. We didn't start this. This is. I mean, we we had a conversation and it led us there. And then uh, everybody else seems to be having that same conversation that this is absolutely a possibility. I just hope people have been reading more comics and to like understand like why we've been screaming this from the rooftops because right. every story that we've had for the past almost year has been Mephisto connected, but they just aren't bringing him in here. And that damn stork in WandaVision said Mephisto. I still don't I think that. I will die on that hill. Where's Melissa? <laughs> You believe everything else Melissa says, but not that. No, it's just it's just the three syllables. It's like <laughs> Why would it do three? Listen to it, people. <laughs> Write in, tell me your thoughts. Back tell, to the studio. Tom. Tell us if you think the, the story <laughs> says Mephisto. I, I'm not I like I think it could absolutely be Mephisto all along. Like this this could be the long game. Um, Agatha reveal. You know what I mean? Like, you find out that he's really been behind all these different things for all... I don't even know. Like, what? what how many movies could he have been behind? Could he have been messing around with? If, if they weren't pushing so hard that Multiverse of Madness was going to be a horror movie, I don't think I would have doubled down on, like, the Mephisto as much as I did so long ago. Oh, yeah. Because he fair. is... He's very... He looks demonic. Like, he he's scary. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I hope they, like, hire Adam Driver and make him, you know, a cutie pie. Like, I don't care. Do something fun with Adam him. Adam Driver as Mephisto. <laughs> That's not bad. That is not bad. Just oh, throw I, some makeup on him, you know, make just, him look all I, evil. I, I love Adam Driver. Uh, and too. he, he play, he could play, he could, he could pull that off well. No, it's mm-hmm. not what I was envisioning. Man. I want Adam Driver to play Doom, but I think that's so much like Kylo Ren that he's not going to do that because he's so yeah. artsy that he's not going to do any more of these franchises unless they throw a bajillion dollars at him like they did to, to Robert Downey Jr. Well, a lot of these, what you mean Robert Downey Jr. when he first became? First whatever? started, yeah. No, they threw no money at him. They threw no money at him, but he said that he would do it if he got what the, like, part of the box office and so it was a risk right. but that's getting bajillion dollars yeah menu. he did get a bajillion dollars in the end but yeah they wouldn't yeah. risk much on that movie because the, bu- the budget was lower because they thought mm-hmm. Robert Downey Jr. was going to fail possibly they and they couldn't get uh, any like insurance companies to insure him like they had like self-insure or some crazy some craziness <laughs> John Favreau John Favreau fought for him and got and created this entire thing that we're talking about now um, back to John Favreau. I like it. Um, full circle. Last, last one here. Uh, this one's edited down a bit too. Jacob Waters says, so I feel I have to preface this section with the fact that nothing would make me happier, uh, than to see Toby and Andrew along with their respective universes in no way home. However, after all the mayhem that WandaVision brought us, I have taken the stance of not believing they will show up until I see with my own eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I believe we are at a point now where 
if they do make an appearance, I believe a lot of fans will see the movie as a failure. And I am trying to guard myself from falling into that trap. Thoughts? Hmm. Another thought for No Way Home is that the villains we are going to see, under the assumption uh, they are not from the current MCU universe, uh, are not directly from Raimi-verse or Amazing-verse. Um, considering Electro's yellow lightning um, and Melina's look. Hmm, I thought Melina looked pretty similar. Um, which, if you really look at it, some of the distinct differences. Hmm. He does have more of the comic book bowl cut. Okay. Melina, but that's really it. And he's a little a little bit skinnier. Okay. Um, I am more inclined to believe uh, they are simply other variants, perhaps more closely related to those aforementioned universes. Once again, I will be stoked if we see Toby and Andrew, but I'm just trying to give this movie every chance to impress me. Love you all 3000. Jacob Waters, a.k.a. Big Red Panda. Ah, cool. <laughs> Thanks, Big Red Panda. Um, yeah. What do you think? Regulating your expectations like that. It definitely does help to lower your expectations, but it also isn't fun to not get yourself excited about the what if of it yeah. all. Yeah, same. I, that's exactly how I feel. I'm like, I, I, I hear you. And I definitely, it, there's a, there's a line I try to walk between really wanting something to happen, really getting invested, really getting um, speculating and having a fun time, but trying not to get entitled. Like if they never said that Toby and Andrew are showing up, I don't want to feel like if they don't show up, this movie is garbage, you know, because mm-hmm. they never promised that. But I do mm-hmm. think that, it's pretty likely they're going to show up, though. At least Toby. Like, I couldn't give right. a whatever about Garfunkel and Oates. Like, he can stay wherever he is. I don't care. But uh, I, way, I would be very happy. By the way, it's, it's, it's Garfield. Sorry. I, I teased, it's Garfield? I teased you earlier, and I loved it. And I had to keep the joke going for a while. You were like, me, I'll just Garfunkel was it? I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah it's Andrew Garfunkel. And Andrew you're like, Garfunkel. Right, Andrew Garfunkel. And, I, and you just went on, and I, I, so I'm sorry. It was a mean joke. But I, enjoy, I really enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> I didn't think you'd remember it like 10 minutes later. It was, I didn't know his name was Andrew until you just read that. I'm know, like, who the right. hell is An- oh, Andrew Garfunkel? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> now it's embedded. Like, you've done it. I know. Yep. I hope I hope so. I hope forever you just keep calling him Andrew Garfunkel. Because it'll, it'll match your sentiment about that movie, which you just don't care about that movie. I don't. I'm going to trim it down to just funks and you guys are going to know who I'm going to, I'm talking about, <laughs> you know, funks, Garfunkel. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? Matt told me. <laughs> oh, Matt. Mims Matt all along. Oh man. So his other, his other point, his other point was, uh, his thought about the, the villains not being directly from those verses and being variants. I think inevitably you're going to have people that make that case, because there's going to be small differences and people are going to say, well, it doesn't work. Dave over on the MCU cast, not the MCU cast, this is yeah, Dave on the MCU cast. <laughs> we do the Star Trek universe podcast, uh, which apparently Ashley didn't know. Um, the but, uh, cast. 
<laughs> Sorry. Who the hell is Stu? Yeah, in the in the chat, I said STU cast earlier, and and she was like, "Who is that? Who is Stu? What is that?" And uh, I was like, "It's the Star Trek Universe podcast on the network that we we also are on." Thanks, we- I'm new here. <laughs> really, it cracked me up. Um, but no, and uh, Dave over at the Star Trek Universe podcast with me. Uh, we talk all the time and like there will be small differences in the universe. Like a ship will have a slightly different design. And for Dave, that is not okay. And he has to justify it by saying like, this is just a slightly different variant universe. Like it's fine. He's like, all the other things happen. It's the same, same characters, same everything. But like this guy looks different because of this. And I'm like, I can just resolve it in my head that like, Maybe they changed the ship a little, but he's like, no, that strut makes no sense with that ship design. And I'm like, all right, that's, that, okay. that's how he has to do it. But it's just kind of funny. It is funny. It's cute. <laughs> it is. It's important. It's, it's important to him. And that's like, well, and, and you get it when you think like since a child, he's been drawing those ships. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like since he's like this earliest thing, he, he draws, uh, check out, uh, drawing with Dave on Instagram. Um, but uh he he draws and like he will draw he's been drawing that same enterprise his entire life <laughs> knows every small difference so he knows when any flux capacitor is in the wrong spot exactly he knows all the flux capacitors on wow. the enterprise it's amazing um, <laughs> Um, but like, that's his thing is he loves it. So like when they chain, make changes in the new universe and they show that ship and it's different. He's like, no, no, that's important <laughs> to me. And I feel the same way about certain character things. You know, for me, it's characters and like mm-hmm. the way they think and act. And so, so I, I, I don't have, I have a big problem with changes in Canon too, but for some reason, mm-hmm. the visual stuff just doesn't bother me anyway. So I know there are going to be people who have this exact thing that Jacob's talking about where like, a small difference in Alfred Molina's glasses is going to be like, nope, he's not the same Alfred Molina, but I can, I'm just going to say he is, you know, like Those I'm like glasses look the same. And I think he told us he is accidentally, right? Well, Since we've got, it's when, hard to know exactly. Like he said, it's he like said died. He's, he said it's like I was plucked right out from the end of the last movie or something like that. So like he's okay. saying it's like that. Maybe it's not mm-hmm. actually that, but maybe it's, just like he's, he's, that's how he thinks of the character. He's like, this is the character, how he was 20 years right. ago. It's not, it's not a 20 year older character. Maybe that's all he was trying well, to it say. It is weird because if, it, if he would have died, he, like if it would have been after he died, a lot of factors would have changed his outlook that I don't want to like spoil, but. Right. Well, that's, and that, that's the question. That's the question. So like, yeah. Okay. Spoiler alert. We're at the very end of the podcast. We're spoiling Spider-Man two. Um, at the end of the movie, he has a change of heart. The and thing he, on the back of his neck that's controlling him gets destroyed. Yeah, there's a so thing. So that's gone. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, 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 depending on when he's pulled from that universe. <laughs> um, so, could he be the good guy of the story? Could he be like a mentor figure to Peter throughout this movie? Like, what if... No. Yeah? I don't... But what if Doctor Strange is the evil one, right? Like, mm-hmm. and so you've got these two characters. You've got Doc Ock and, and Doctor Strange. And there are versions of Doc, Doc Ock that, like, come around and become more of a mentor figure again to Peter or whatever. Uh, yeah, me. Yeah. Okay. I'm not saying it is, but it. I just, like, if it's both, it better happen after I see a Sinister Sticks, tor- like, team up. Like, oh, it needs yeah. to happen after that, please. Well, the thing is, I. 
I'm up for the Sinister Six being a thing in this movie, but I've always just felt like that should be its own, like, in-universe thing. Like, making the Sinister mm-hmm. Six out of, like, the multiverse feels like cheating somewhat. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're all, like, just collected from the multiverse. It doesn't feel as earned as if Tom Holland had experienced each of these characters and then has to fight them all. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. But, I Who mean... Knows? they I, I'm sure they will at least call out the Sinister Six, like, have, like, a splash page in this movie, where just like they do <laughs> with the Avengers, but it'll be all of these villains closing in on Peter. I'm sure we'll get that shot. But hopefully just as a reference, I hope it's not the only Sinister Six we ever get. If that makes I sense. I agree. Because I like, I like when that chick's in the Sinister Sticks uh, scream. Oh, yeah. The female symbiote. She's cool. Yeah, she is. <laughs> yeah, she is. Um, well, I guess that's all the feedback. We, we did ma- good. We, we did it. We did it, and we did it in good time. Now we know who the problem is. <laughs> <laughs> Just teasing, Jeff. Fully teasing. <laughs> we missed you. You you made... Mm. You're, I was saying <sighs> you weren't here for my comeback. Yeah, I know, comeback right? Now, now we know what it is. Like you guys just are now refusing to be on the podcast together. We're like magnets. It's not working. Right. Yep, you flip them around. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, well, that's all for today's podcast. We'll be back next week with more uh, news and feedback and what if and all this crazy Marvel stuff. And I don't know what news we'll have next week. Like, if okay, over under. Like whatever, do you think it's more or less likely? Are we get if Toby Maguire and Garfunkel are in uh, the the new the new Spider Man movie? Will we see them before the movie comes out? No. Okay. Maybe I would put five dollars on Toby, zero on Garfunks. Like being in them, being in a trailer for a second. You mean? Being in, oh, the you movie. in the movie. Oh, but oh, I meant being in the trailer, but I was just didn't know what you meant by you putting more weight on. I Maguire. thought you meant it in the trailer because I would see Maguire like Maguire popping up at the trailer that comes out like right before the movie for like a second. Right. Yeah. Like being like I can see Peter, that. or oh my god, I hope they do the pointing. It's just them all three pointing at oh, each other. Oh, they should. <laughs> they really, really should. Yeah. Like, hey, even, what the? <laughs> even if not, like, in any, I don't know, just somehow give us a nod to, like, them pointing at each other. Yeah, that would be really nice. I'd like it. But it, is it a little too, um, the juggernaut bitch? Is it a little too that? Mm, it's close. It's they have to do it real smooth. Really close. <laughs> it's like how that people were upset that like Strange and Tony Stark didn't say like uh, no, shit, no Sherlock. shit Sherlock. Yeah, but I'm okay that they didn't do that. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I'm okay with it too. Yeah, we know. <laughs> we know they were all Sherlock's. All, all, all Sherlock's here. I guess that's it. We'll, we're it. all done. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, everybody. Uh, we'll be back soon. Peace. Until next time, true believers. Ah. It's my best Elvira. Ooh. (laughs) Unpleasant dreams. Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Available everywhere you get podcasts, and now a video version streaming live on twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv and available at youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you'd like to learn more about all of our other podcasts, geeky projects, and ways to support the network, visit strandedpanda.com.